I mean, it's cool. Oh, ha, ha, that time, the- out. time out, time out. You right now you're saying that it's it's cool or weird, but at the time you were really loving it because you're like, oh, cool. It's a it's Aladdin. It's a genie. He's black. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> This episode two is going to talk about Mulan sends out pics, Gun ready to move on, and Anton talks about Asians reacting crazy. I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. Sorry, I saw your notes. This is uh, crazy rich Asians reacting, reacting, and I thought that was just one thought, not just uh-huh. crazy rich Asians reactions. <laughs> <laughs> totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So what's new with you, Anton? How's your week been? Uh, you know, the usual, just work and everything. And, uh, I don't know. I, I've been watching a lot of, uh, video games uh, on, on pretty much YouTube and stuff. People playing games because we don't have time to play millennial. anymore. You've gone full millennial. Now you're just watching people play. Yeah. It, it's either a Twitch or uh YouTube this week. <laughs> to be fair, you've kind of always done that though. Cause you're the one that's always telling me, Oh, just watch the, the plate or the walkthrough. Just watch the, this part. Just watch yeah. me do this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of like watching people play video games nowadays because, I mean, it's really hard for, well, you and I to play those story-driven games, you know? Yeah, because then yeah. We'll, we'll take like a week or two break and then we're like, oh, wait, what was going on? I, yeah. I'm just going to start shooting people. And plus you save uh, 50 bucks or 60 bucks or 70 bucks depending on the game. Oh, yeah, true. That mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. So this is going to be part of my story. Uh, okay. So for my birthday, I went to Aztec Brewery last Saturday with my brother, uh, and I brought this little baby along. This oh, is yeah. I got that from the, yeah, from uh-huh. the Amazon treasure truck. Yep. Uh, so it's my first time trying it, and it was kind of fun trying to figure out how to use it or how to fill it up at uh, Aztec. Uh-huh. Uh, it's funny, because even the owner, John, he's kind of like, I don't know, I just, I just filled it to the top. I'm just going <laughs> to work. Because he's never seen it before either, so we'll see. Yeah. So that's it crazy. Little- so it, it it's basically a, a beer keg contraption that has a, a carbonation in it, right? Yes. So the part that I was kind of skeptical about, which after mm-hmm. talking to John, it makes sense. Um, it takes a lot of pressure to carb like you know carbonate something. Mm-hmm. So like the soda stream, it pretty much just shoots it in there, or whatever. This is this is just a little like a canister. And it's not really doing uh, anything. Uh-huh. So, and I was kind of skeptical about it, but he's telling me that the reason, like, because my brother asked him, like, oh, how long do growlers last in the fridge? And he says, like, oh, I've kept stuffing growlers for weeks, but once you open it, oxygen gets in there, and the oxygen is what messes it up. So I think that's what this is, is once the stuff starts pouring out, the CO2 fills in that that space. So uh. there's no oxygen going in. Okay. And then that that extra pressure forces the beer out too. So it's mm-hmm. twofold. So, so it fills that void with something that doesn't uh have oxygen. Yeah, it doesn't oxidate that yeah. that void area in between. That's really yeah. cool. So I'm gonna try this. It has okay. I like it. it. Has a little lock right here. So we're traveling <laughs> at the turn. So we'll see. That's really cool. Uh, so what beer do you have in there? Uh hibiscus wheat. This is one of my favorite ones that they have. Mm. All right. Nice. Is this uh, their year-round type of beer, or is it uh, seasonal? I think it started as season. Oh, it's kind of nice, and it has a little shut off. I think it started mm-hmm. off as seasonal, but not just year-round. Look at that. Wow. 
Oh, and this is gonna be this is their uh, anniversary glass from last year. Oh yeah, the it's, retro look. Yeah, the retro ABC. So tell yeah. us a little bit uh, about ABC Brewery because there's a whole history behind it too. Right. So ABC Brewery was one of the first major breweries uh, between Mexico and the United States. They're very popular in Baja and San Diego, and then they went out of business during Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, all around, like I mean, if you go through like Route 66, they're like really popular in Arizona. Uh, parts in San Diego, Baja, you'll see old historical buildings that have the ABC logo. Yeah, and t- tell me about that one trip that you had when you went to Arizona to visit your mom, and uh, you and your brother were like, wait a minute. Yeah, Why so is it has the ABC logo on there? <laughs> so my mom was like trying to show us, we're like, oh, this is where the college kids like to go, is downtown Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like some major breweries down there, so you can check it out. We were driving by... And as we're leaving one of the breweries, I think it's called, uh, shoot, I think just Flagstaff Brewing, uh, we were walking out and we saw like the outline of an old sign that's no longer there, but like, you know, like when signs stay up there for a while, the kind of like the paint or whatever kind of etches into it. Mm-hmm. We saw ABC and I'm like, no. And my brother's like, <laughs> is that, a mo-? yep, that's a, uh, oh my God, freaking Juliet. She's telling me to stop drinking. I haven't started drinking yet, Juliet, so it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so like that's when we saw, like, holy crap, ABC was everywhere. So it's in the historical district of Flagstaff, which is on Route 66. Uh, and then probably about seven years ago, the owner of Aztec Brewery says uh, he was looking t- to start the new brewery. He wanted to find uh, something that had history to it. He pulled up kind of like the names that he wanted to do there was one i think he wanted to do mission brewery mm-hmm. but around the same time somebody else bought the name so he's like damn it what else is there so he yeah took, it's funny because mission brewery is those guys that we, uh, yeah we, we yeah. met mission brewery first yeah. yeah and they gave they sent us free beer when we were doing the show uh beer knots that was very nice of them oh yeah it's, it's mm-hmm. funny that like, we were talking to him he's kind of like oh these guys actually know what they're talking about yeah. Do you guys want do you guys want my beer? <laughs> <laughs> cool guy. Cool guy. Yeah. Awesome. One of the one of the first like cool brewery experiences we had. Uh oh my god. I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna ignore that. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not even gonna pay attention to that. Um Tony's back to Aztec. So John, the owner of Aztec, was like or b- before he became the the owner of Aztec, he says, Oh, what's this one? What's ABC? And the more he looked into it, the more he liked the history. And he says, you know what? I'm going to bring this back because it's a major part of San Diego. And yeah, like ever since then, like he started Aztec Brewery and he's really embraced the retro logo that mm-hmm. the old company used to have. And I mean, if anybody's ever in Vista, check out Aztec Brewery. Uh, you know, two white hippies <laughs> that are that own it. But damn it, they get the Mexican culture. I know it's crazy uh, because uh, he had his uh, nickname that kind of threw you guys off when you guys first heard about it. It was uh, Al. Al Bonigas. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I just remember my brother. So I was like, dude, you got to talk to this guy, Al. Well, what's his last name? Bonigas. I'm like, I don't think that's his real name. He goes like, oh, Al Bonigas. <laughs> Which for those of you that don't speak Spanish, that means uh, meatballs. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, oh, crap. So, you know what? I approve of this. Uh, what was it called? Growler, Growler works, the, the keg. So it's this 64 ounce one. It kept it nice and fizzy. I liked it. Yeah. 
So, and so how, this- how is it compared to when you first had it when you were drinking it there? Does it have that same carbonation taste? It's not as strong as it's coming straight from the tap, mm-hmm. but that might be because I kept it at the wrong pressure. Mm-hmm. So see here, it has a little pressure gauge. I can see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, and it has a little manual that shows you like for each type of beer, what pressure to keep it at. I was kind of having a hard time gauging it right, mm-hmm. but it's still better than if you just got the traditional glass growler. Mm, I see. Yeah. Okay. Man, so, back to beer nuts. I, I, I know. It's like, <laughs> oh, when did this show come back to beer nuts? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, how, the, how did your whole birthday go besides all that? Not as good as it planned. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Yeah, Tell me I mean, all the, about it. So the music was, hey, hey again, Argy. Uh The music was good, um, but nobody showed up. And, and I'm kind of like when I, people followed up later on, it was because there was a lot of traffic. So the people that were going, they were either going to Tijuana or they were going to San Diego. So when they were heading down there, they left early to stop by. They got stuck in two and a half hours of traffic like we did, mm-hmm. which is probably more if they're heading down there. So they were like, well, we can't stop by and now we're running late. So they couldn't make it. Oh, damn. But it was still fun, though. I I, yeah. I want to go next month. Uh, me and brother, like we like we saw some of the events they're having next month. Their anniversary. Uh, they're doing a reggae night and they're doing a, tri- a tribute to 8-bit video games. So oh. they're going to they're gonna, like doing like, you know, you know, 8-bit music inspired music. Oh, that's really cool. And I remember when we went to visit the first time. They had this uh, little shed in the back where the band would play. Is that is that where they were playing the music at, or were they playing outside? Oh no, this is at the actual the brewery. Oh, the actual brewery. Okay. Yeah, the actual brewery. But the brewery has done so many changes. They actually have a full stage now. Oh wow! So you know, I don't know if you actually went there when they when they moved to the brewery. No, Before, I haven't. I've only gone to their house. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, think of think of a uh, noble ale, mm-hmm. noble ale works, uh, but that tasting room area or like that that uh yeah that that first section of noble, mm-hmm. half of that the, like half of that size is a stage at at Aztec, mm-hmm. so they dedicated a good one third of their tasting room. All right, to damn it, you know what? Stage. Just just hold up, okay? I'm gonna be right back because this is this is. Since we're already starting the whole beer thing on this episode, <laughs> why not just jump on the bandwagon? I, I got something. I got something real quick. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. So while he's gone, uh, you guys can, you know, watch me enjoy this beer. And actually, I don't mind that he's killing time right now because it's his turn to edit this episode. So he can have fun chopping up this uh, dead air. Okay. Belching Beaver. I like it. They're really creative with their names. I didn't get to stop by. I really wanted to, but I was having a lot of fun with my Aztec friends. And they were down the street. Actually, uh, if you go to Vista, uh, if you stop by Aztec, there's actually, uh, there is a, I want to say, a mead, mead, mead place that opened up in the same uh, kind of industrial area. If you've never tried mead, check out that place. All right, guys, I am Whoa. back. This week, I am drinking something that is from San Diego also, and I think we're pretty much a big fan of this company, too. And when we first met these guys, well, especially one guy, he was really young. He was probably like the youngest brewer ever. Oh, Iron Fist. Yep. So this week, I'm drinking Iron Fist, and this is uh, called 
Nelson the Impaler, American Pale Ale. And dude, this also, one is so good. Also also sounds like a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Oh. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that of that uh brewer, but yeah, this guy was like Brandon. I think Brandon, there you go. Yeah. Brandon, he was barely old enough to drink and he was already one of like the youngest brewers in Vista that was winning awards. Dude, this is so good. Uh, it has like a kind of like a lychee aftertaste, very fruity, um, and it turns into this like whole peach flavor thing. And it's very different for a pale ale. Usually, pale ale uh, it, there's that little hoppiness at the very end. Pale ale uh, usually has that kind of like uh, fruity taste to it. Mm-hmm. It's the imperial pale ales that have the just like the straight up bitterness. Oh yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, so while we're enjoying these beers, you want to get to our first segment? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're fifteen doing, minutes later. I know we're doing we're doing uh, two OC, not beer knots. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to news. All right, Anton. Uh, did you see the pictures that Variety released? Earlier this week about Mulan. Yes, I was so excited. Uh, I saw the picture and it doesn't look too bad. I mean, everything that... Sh- um, well, the picture shows uh, the girl who plays Mulan in this movie. Yes. Uh, her name... Well, she was in other movies too. Um, I think the one big one that was in the US would be the one with the... Um, the Kingdom, the, right? Yeah, like Forbidden that? Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, that one, uh, that was popular because it was a Jackie Chan and Jet Li, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one, I, mean, dude, I like it because it's not over the top. It looks, it doesn't look like they're trying to do too cartoony. It looks very, well, I guess you can speak more to it than I can. It looks, yeah. it looks traditional. <laughs> yeah, very traditional. Like, like Authentic, there you go. That's yeah, very saying. authentic. Uh, so this girl, if you said her name in Chinese, it would be Lil... Yifei. And then when you have it the other way around, which is how Americans read it, it's Yifei Lu. Kind of like Lucy Lu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So any- oh, okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, it looks very traditional clothes. And the even the sword is very traditional looking. Kind of reminds me of the sword that was in Crouching Tiger. I'm so happy you mentioned that because that yeah. sword has a nice little detail. If you look yeah. closely next to the hilt, you can actually see the engravings of like the characters. Even the hilt has like a nice the decor to it. Yeah. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I forgot like that. I, I know we made the announcement that they were working on a Mulan live action, mm-hmm. and I think at the time we only knew that Donnie Yen was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. But now the more I look at it, so Donnie Yen is going to be playing the commander Commander Tongue, which I think was the dad of the of Mulan's future boyfriend or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Uh, and then Jet Li is going to play the Emperor. Yeah. Which, I like Jet Li, but damn it, like with, with his disease, he looks really old, so I think that kind of fits him. Yeah, he's actually getting into uh, better shape now, so he's starting to look like how he looked before he, he, he got into that uh, uh, little disease that he had. Yeah, but I think with physical, like physical, I mean, he'll, he might like kind of like be a little bit stronger Mm-hmm. And more uh, able, but I mean, it's still, he still looked really tired like the last time you saw him. 
Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I kind of either way, I'm excited to have him in a, in a in Mulan as the emperor. Uh, they also barely casted uh, Ling and Poe, which uh, for those that don't remember Mulan or that remember the cartoon, mm-hmm. were the two sidekicks of Mulan, the fat one and this really, yeah, really tall the, skinny guy. Yeah, they were the comedic uh, <laughs> guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, the two guys are just kind of like not really fat or skinny. They're kind of just average guys. Yeah, well, <laughs> we've seen Jimmy Wan before. He he's yes. uh, he's in a lot of uh, YouTube uh, shows, mm-hmm. and I think he was on that show, um, uh, Video Game High School. I don't think I've seen. Have you one. seen it, dude? It's so good. It, it's basically like uh, these kids who are really good at video games. So they go into this high school where all they do is uh, go to school and then they would come up with teams and they would play uh, games against each other. So and Disney Channel uh, original show. <laughs> kind of like the Disney Channel vibe, but it's more uh, serious and it's very entertaining to watch because uh, we got some really familiar people in there like Freddie Wong. I don't know if you know who Freddie Wong is. He does a lot of like visual effects movies, like short okay. movies. Yeah, and so like, uh, a, like a slash not slash film. Uh, damn it, what's the one? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, uh, it's something uh, film, um, film riot. Film riot. I was like, yeah, riot? Sound yeah, right. yeah. It's exactly like uh, those guys a uh, film riot. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing about video game high school was they had the guy from Epic Mealtime. Oh, the big guy. Yeah, he played the principal. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, first of all, t- speaking yeah. of Epic Meal Time, how has that guy not had a heart attack yet from all the bacon he's eaten? I don't think Everything he... Eat- he- well, he, no. he always brings all the other guys to eat his food. Okay, that's true. So he's poisoning his friends. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, like, they've been doing that show. Like, he's been doing the same thing since, like, Dignation. The, like, oh, the, yeah. the last couple years of Dignation. And Roberto's going really crazy with that heart button. <laughs> oh my god uh so i want to say okay so we have him casted in there i still want to see who they're going to pick to play uh the the, the love interest uh, i think was it was it shin captain shang yeah something like that uh i think shang and then we still don't know if they're gonna do uh if they're gonna do uh, uh what's his name oh my god Eddie Murphy's character, Mushu. Holy crap! Mushu. They, I, like, I think they took Mushu out. I think so. At this point, like I mean, I know it's kind of coming till twenty twenty, but you think that's one of the first ones they would have casted because it's gonna be a lot of comedy around. If they had a Mushu, it's gonna be a lot of comedy around him. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they when they did the casting for Aladdin, mm-hmm. that for the genie they chose Will Smith. I mean, it's cool. Oh, ha, ha, that time, the, out. time out. Time out. As uh, you right now, you're saying that it's it's uh, cool or weird, but at the time you were really loving it because you're like, oh, cool. I, like, uh, it's a it's Aladdin. It's a genie. He's black. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, I, I I'm all for it, but I don't know how people feel about it. <laughs> so the region would be, uh, what's it called? Alibaba. So or not Alibaba. Oh my god, I'm blanking on the name of the, the, the region. But it's supposed to be like Iraq, Iran, Pakistan, that kind of... Yeah, Arabian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Arabian. Arabian Nights. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, here's a funny story. So when I was working at Blockbuster, I would get these calls from you know people asking for different movies, and this guy calls in and he's like, "Hey, do you have Arabian Nights?" And I remember during that time we did have Arabian Nights, but it was like a cartoon, and then we also have like a, a kind where it was like live action. So he would call and yeah, he would say. Uh, well, Arabian Nights, I think, was like an old black and white movie. Yeah, but then they also did like a, a, a revamp of it. Yeah, a remake oh, okay. of it. So this guy would call in and he's like, oh, do you have Arabian Nights? The adult version? I'm uh, like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, do you have Arabian Nights? Adult version. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Uh, this is a family store? I don't think we have that. And it's like, no, 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 no. The adult version. I was like, yes, this is a family store, sir. So they they meant live action, or they meant like uh, yeah, like that's what he people. meant. Yeah, but I, I told him we had it, and I saw him uh, a couple hours later. So, by the way, this fun. this uh, little growl I think makes it so much easier to pour beers. <laughs> so moving on to our next topic, uh, Lady and the Tramp live action. So I didn't even know this is happening. Uh, I th- I guess it's going to be one of the ones that was marked on the Disney schedule, but it was just marked Disney live action untitled. Mm-hmm. The reason I heard about it is because they were doing casting for Lady, who's going to do the voice of her, and they're, pick- they're kind of talking with Tessa Thompson, also known as Valkyrie from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And some other movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Creed. She was the yes. love interest. Yep. So I kind of like that. I'm like, she has a kind of sassiness, toughness mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. I like it. She's in this new movie where it's called uh, Sorry to Bother You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one you were telling me to watch last month, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the kind of telemarketer. Yep. Yeah, so the other ones they've casted in this is uh, Benedict Wong mm-hmm. as the bull. Love that and guy. And to play Tramp, they're picking Justin Thoreau. Mm. Uh, people might recognize him from Charlie's Angels, The Girl in the Train. Uh, he's going to be playing up. Uh, he's going to be in Bumblebee. Uh, one of the bots called Drop Dropkick. He was There's also a- he was also in uh, Star Wars, um, the recent Star Wars yes, movie. Yes, uh, the Codebreaker. Codebreaker yeah, he was a code. One. Yeah, he was a codebreaker in Star Wars: The Last Jedi. <laughs> no, Han Solo. No, Solo. Yeah, he was in Solo. He was. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last Jedi. I'm sorry. The last last movie. Because oh, he was. Because that's the part where Finn. That's Finn's storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Finn's storyline. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm kind of. I'm kind of excited. This one. I've never been a very much of a Lady in the Tramp uh, fan. Mm-hmm. But I am happy that Disney's really going hard for these like live action movies, and so far, I mean, hitting them out of the park. Yeah, uh, Jungle Cruise is uh, pretty much uh, shooting right now too, and they have quite a couple of uh, clips and videos online right now. I think some of them came from The Rock's Twitter account. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. The Rock is getting so much money for just uh, promoting his movies, mm-hmm. like it's part of his contract now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Emily Blunt's gonna be in that that Jungle Cruise movie, which I'm excited about. 
Mm-hmm. The the bluntness. The bluntness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about her husband's uh, show that's coming out at the end of the month. Oh, speaking of show that just came out, uh, what's this called? Enchanted. Disenchanted just came out today. Oh, I so am watching I w- that right after this. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna start watching it before we start mm-hmm. recording, but I was like, no, I don't want to start it and then have to stop midway through the episode. Yeah. Uh, so far, I've heard the reviews, and they're kind of comparing to The Simpsons, but I kind of want to see how it compares to Futurama because I think that's more in line with that comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right. Uh, so the last bit of news, we're still in the news segment. Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. James Gunn rumor. So. Have you heard anything about James Gunn since the the downfall? Well, not downfall. The, the well, I heard that they did have a meeting with him recently, and Disney said something where they're not going to go forward with him. And right. uh, a lot of the other studios are pitching him a bunch of other movies, and also, I think you're going towards a rumor of him getting into the Green Lantern Company. Close. So DC is in talks with him, mm-hmm. but from the people in DC, or like the people like they're, they're to cover their their entertainment, uh, is he might be tied to do a booster a booster gold superhero movie. Uh, if you're not familiar, yeah, if you're not familiar, booster gold, uh, it's kind of one of like those secondary characters. Uh, I never really read the comic books, but I only know him from the the animated stuff that they kind of include him in. Uh, mm-hmm. Most likely Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Booster Gold is pretty much a, I would say, Glory Hog from the future. Mm-hmm. And he goes back in time and just uses future tech to be a superhero. Mm. Uh, think, think. I mean, and it's funny because most of the stuff, so think of us like a, you, or, you or me going back in time with knowledge of the past. An iPhone and like whatever kind of like little gadgets we have now. And going back to say World War Two. So basically, uh, it's going to be the same premise as Captain Marvel. <laughs> Captain Marvel shouldn't go back in time. Well, they're going to go back in time. Well, as it takes place in the nineties, doesn't necessarily mean yeah. they're going to be there. So well, I mean, they- Captain America, they didn't go back in time. It started in World War Two and came to the future. We don't know yet. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think. Th- okay, I don't think Captain Marvel's gonna time travel. I think this is gonna be an origin story that's gonna tie her to the future somehow. Maybe she's gonna go shot and get shot into space. Maybe at the end of the and then you know in in the second Avengers movie or uh, the second part or whatever the next Avengers movie they find her. I don't know. I I think the whole beeper thing at the very end of the movie. Spoiler. Okay. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I I waited so long. Not to call you out on that, but I love. But I was editing that episode. I was kind of like, did Anton just say he thinks that beeper thing looks like it, like it, it sent a message through time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks some sort of like time travel device. I'm like, how the fuck does that even? What, what is it like? Like, how does that but make sense? <laughs> who still uses a beeper in 2018? It's not really a beeper. It's just a little like device. It's a signal. He didn't send a message. He didn't like type it out. BT dubs are you in? <laughs> so it's the letter R, the U, and then an N. <laughs> yeah. So uh, nine I think, one one. I think uh, uh, <laughs> Infinity War came out recently on uh, Blu-ray, and a lot of people have been watching scene for scene, just to then 
they can see there's any like hints of what's gonna happen. Oh my and, god, uh, freaking! I, I just can't believe Infinity came out that fast. But it has been what, three months, three almost four months now. Well, May, right? End of end of April. Remember they, they April. released it early. Oh yeah, that's right. So April, yeah, it's been almost four months. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just seems so early because we're still in the summer. I don't know. I definitely want to get it, but I'll wait. And it's funny because a lot of some people were posting like, "Oh, Target sold out. Target sold out." I went to Target today, and there's a shitload of them. <laughs> yeah, I went to Target today too, just before uh, this podcast. Yeah, there's still yeah. plenty. I don't know what the mm-hmm. people are looking at. Yeah. All right, that's on. Uh, is that it for news? Because that was a long news segment. <laughs> Uh, I actually have one more news before we head on to the next one. Uh, are you a big fan of One Punch Man? Because I am. No, you've been trying to get me into it, but I haven't. I got this little guy here. Oh, no. Yep, One Punch Man. Oh. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, One Punch Man Season 2 is finally confirmed after about, like, almost three years now. And uh, they've been having a lot of problems with a lot of uh, studios trying to finish the anime like animating it and everything. So they had to switch a bunch of different studios until they finally settled on one of them. So finally, after two and a half years, April, 2019 is when they're going to release it. About time. Yeah, it's about time. I'm really excited. I want to know what happens next because uh, our superhero is on the verge of finally meeting his match. So I'm really, really excited to see something like that. Yay. All right. Uh, Oh, hold on, real quick, since you brought that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I finished watching Voltron Season 7. I'll give a oh. full review later on, but I was really surprised about Season 7 because it came out last year. <laughs> yeah, dude, Voltron <laughs> is so freaking good. It, yes, I, I think yes. Netflix did a really good job of uh, funding uh, the whole project. Well, DreamWorks, dude, it's all DreamWorks right there. Yeah, and I think it's the same animators as uh, the, the people that did Avatar, The Last Airbender, because the, the, the whole... Art style is pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, we have to do a full segment. I, I really forgot to include that in the notes. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I was, that's one thing I was binging during my vacation. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to our next segment: video games. <laughs> All right, Anton. So what's going on in video games? What's this here? What's All right. This thing about Detroit. Okay, so. I, like I said at the very beginning of the episode is that I've been watching a lot of uh, people play video games online and uh, this is a game that I really want to play. I haven't got a chance to yet so I actually watch someone play it because the cool thing about this game is it tells you a story. Uh, it takes place in the future where androids pretty much uh, are housewives or uh, people that uh, takes care of people uh, that... It's iRobot the video game. Yeah, it, it, basically what it is is yeah. iRobot the game. <laughs> well, the, the, when I saw the androids, like how they look without their skin on, I'm like, it looks like the, exactly like iRobot. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with the game, uh, there is a, a game that came out probably a, over a decade ago. It's called Heavy Rain, and it's a really, really good game. It, it kind of gives you, it kind of gives the user like a choice of what they want to do and whatever they choose affects the rest of the game. So this is the same, uh, same scenario, same type of style. And it's from the same studio quantic dreams. And 
it starts with uh, you playing as this guy named Connor. He's an android, and he's trying to gather up clues in this penthouse where this family had no problems at all. It was a perfect family. But then this android, out of nowhere, goes crazy, bonkers, and grabs a gun and shoots the family and then tries to uh, kill the little girl. And uh, Connor, the the police investigator, um, negotiator android, tries to negotiate with the other android okay, so then so, he wouldn't kill him. Okay, so first of all, we started off with the premise that this is I, Robot, the video game. Yeah. But now I'm kind of switching. This is I, Robot, meets Terminator, the video game. No, no. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm getting there. Sa- Sa- Sarah Connor, Connor. i actually thought about that too when i was when i was watching it i was like is this terminator it's terminator Terminator with the murders yeah including the irobot investigation part yeah so it's really cool it's it's irobot csi or csi (laughs) irobot dude it feels like csi because the way that he was um uh interrogating the person and also gathering up the clues around there so he would go to like every single room gather up all these clues and the more clues you get the more uh better that you can negotiate with the um the android that's about to kill that little girl so it gives you a better chance to win so so this so the hostage negotiation is going on like throughout the game uh he's saying to save the girl you need the you need information or whatever yeah, but it was just a small scene. Oh, okay, so you okay, just okay, played okay. that scene because okay. throughout the whole game, you play different characters too, and it, it's such amazing uh, storyline. It felt like watching a, a a really good movie, but then you're controlling the whole entire scene because every choice that you do, your character can die, you can get someone killed, or uh, you know you can do something that would totally change the course of your character, and it would change the, uh, the outcome of other characters throughout the whole entire game yeah i like that these games are starting to be more uh decision based yeah uh i don't know if you ever tried that like walking dead story that they had on xbox oh uh, yeah uh tell tall tale games yeah that like yeah those, those things like you know your decision determines the rest of the game yeah and that, basically I, this is the same concept but the, just the thing about this one budget. is yeah higher budget well, this, yeah, th- this is freaking insane. Um, I like to play it because I, when I was watching someone play it, there was a couple of times where I'm like, I think I would do something else. I would pick another option because the way that other people play it may not be the same way that I would play it. Right, right. Yeah. Like uh, um, the, the guy that I was watching, he always played it safe by not killing anybody. But there are times where you have to do certain things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. But uh, yeah, other than that, I can't wait until I actually play this game. And it's only a PlayStation exclusive. Boo! You should start with that. I would have tuned out right away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Anyways, that's pretty much it. No, no, I was gonna say. Looking at the trailer, I didn't know it was a PlayStation exclusive, but looking at the trailers, it does have a really good uh, PlayStation vibe to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah, safe bet. All right, uh, moving on to our last segment, movies. Yeah. 
today is Thursday, so we're kind of looking at the end of last week and beginning of this week combined. And it kind of looks like your crazy rich agents are going to be holding on to number one spot their opening weekend. Yeah. With the Meg right behind them. Mm-hmm. And the Meg so, is a really bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I mean, overall in the box office, Mission Impossible, which has been out the longest, is leading with $170 million, mm-hmm. followed by the Meg that, uh, with $62 million, Christopher Robin with $58 million, and now Crazy Rich Asians, which just opened yesterday, which mm-hmm. is not all theaters. Uh, and right now it's holding at $8.7 million. Yeah, good job, Crazy Rich Asians. So we'll see. I mean, the Meg is getting good reviews. So surprisingly getting good reviews. Are you sure <laughs> it's got Rotten it's, okay. Tomatoes? Okay, hold on. First of all, yeah. First of all, with the Meg, mm-hmm. uh, it's not from it's not promising an award winning movie. No, it's and not. people are saying it is just a fun movie. I I, I think this is uh, the Expendables with sharks. <laughs> it's just a coincidence that Jason Statham is in it and it's in the movie. Yeah. Well, I have nothing against the movie. I mean, we got Asian actors in there, and it takes place in Hong Kong. Does it take place in Hong Kong? I don't know. Yeah, it takes place in Hong Kong. All right. I thought, so, I mean, Crazy Rich Asians is going to be leading this weekend. What are some of the reactions you've been hearing? Okay, so the reactions have been phenomenal. And on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's currently 92% right now. And so it's got fresh tomatoes. When it first yeah. started during the uh, first couple of days of the week, it was 100%. And then uh, when, once it released on, I think it was uh, Wednesday, it went back down to 92, and then it went back up to 95, and now it's back down to 92. Because uh, I guess there's a lot of people that still don't like the whole vibe, and a lot of people don't really understand certain things about the movie. So reading some of the reviews, it's mostly positive. So, and... I think a lot of my friends, who are Asian, of course, love the movie. They cried during the movie. Uh, They had so many laughs. And like I said before, when I went to see the screening of this movie, everybody had a good time. Everybody was laughing. Everybody was clapping. And I don't know if it was just, you know, the screening uh, people type of vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I saw it the second time a couple days ago. Well, Wednesday. Okay. First off, the screening people, they're getting in there for free. <laughs> so they're, they, they, I think if they pay, it'd be a different reaction. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but I mean, I've been hearing good reactions too. And you're right. I think the name is kind of throwing people off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been hearing some people saying that they think the name is just uh, pushing a stereotype. That it's... they don't understand that this is actually like one of the, I guess like the story is the the boy or the love interest is part of like one of the richest Asian families in Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, is that is that just like all Asians are rich? No, it's this specific family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's and, just Princess okay. Bride. Princess Bride in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Princess Bride. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> thinking about it, the, the, a lot of comedy is very slapstick, like uh, the Princess Bride, and I think that's that's n- what brings Princess the movie Bride. out a little bit. Oh, what's it called? Uh, Princess Bride is, is, is the other one with the, the old hair one. 
Is that what you're talking about? No, the the one with Anne Hathaway. Oh, the Devil Wears Prada. No, the Princess one. This year. Uh, oh, oh, uh, the Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, God damn, you know, like, if, if I had <laughs> Princess something, uh, if I had to compare between the two, I would say this is a this is way up there in the rom com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, this is gonna be one once I see. Uh, once I start the A list stuff, but for now, yeah. Sit back. I am tempted to read the book though. I haven't really read good things. Dude, about the, book. The, the book's good. Uh, if I had to compare between the book and and the movie, the book uh, focuses on each character, so it splits up like into different chapters, and different chapters would be different characters. And then in the movie, it just follows a girl. It, it follows a girl, but I guess it does do a little bit of each character, but it focus focuses more on the the main couple, and I guess. Um, well, they're kind of like brothers and sisters, but, you know, they're aunt and uncle type of thing going on. It's family. So, it's just a yeah, standard family. Yeah, standard family. Uh, a- Astrid. It follows Astrid and also uh, focuses on Rachel and uh, Nick. Ooh. Yeah. So those are the characters very, that they focus on. Very white names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, in Hong Kong and Singapore, they use a lot of American white names. And, and, and you know what? They get very uh, creative with some of the names, too. Like, uh, there's this girl in the movie. Her name is uh, Araminta. It's spelled A-R-A-M-I-N-T-A. Wait, so, wait. Araminta. Is this where we got that, that one uh, uh, Chinese uh, superstar or uh, famous person, Aquafina? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's in the movie. Dude, she... Well, her her name's Nora, and uh, she needed a rapper name, so that's why she came up with Aquafina. No, she needed something to sell out with quick. <laughs> well, yeah. well, she she's she did say in one of the interviews that uh, it was supposed to be Dasani with an extra S. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> that's just like stripper level or like poor star. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, kind of like Cardi B, right? Uh, don't I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, yeah. So once I get a list, I will be checking that out. I mean, I don't know yet. I'm probably. Gonna, it's I'm, a really good date movie, and I think your your date would really like it. So. But I think I, I might have to wait. I might have to wait until September to sign up for a list. I don't want to get it now because I think it's gonna be a waste of time. Because all my weekends for the next couple for the rest of August is kind of like mm-hmm. busy with football, work stuff, or uh, birthdays. So, football. Yeah. yeah, fantasy football starting up. Oh, okay. I thought you were like playing football. I was like, whoa. Uh, I, don't know, just, I, I just saw a quick glance at Josiah's message. I just see brother and hitting the shower. So I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> 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 All right. I thought, uh, so moving on. So I got to see Mission Impossible Fallout this weekend or th- today, actually. Mm-hmm. I said this weekend. Uh, and before I got to see it, I, I saw some of the trailers and for. The movies come up this fall and winter. I got really excited about Alita. I I, I saw the teaser a while ago. Yeah, it's produced by James Cameron yes. and also Robert Rodriguez, and it's also directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes, it's been a while since he's made a movie, and I think this really falls in between uh, a, a fun family film. 
with mm-hmm. action. I just okay. So first of all, the, the, when the first teaser came out a while ago, mm-hmm. all we really saw, I think they just wanted to show the the girl and the visual effects. Mm-hmm. Now with a trailer before Mission Impossible, they actually give you more of, of the, the story. story. Mm-hmm. And damn, like I can just tell right away, like this is going to be one of those like they're really going to make you connect with this girl. They're mm-hmm. really going to make you like root for for her, like her character growth and development. Mm-hmm. So I I'm excited about this. Um, I guess I I love I love the way that uh, Robert Rodriguez tells his stories because it's so rich. Like the characters, he really care about the characters. And, you know, like I've said before in the past, if you really look at when he first started with El Mariachi, he doesn't really care on how much money you spend on the movie. (laughs) He doesn't care about how much violence is in his movie. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's crazy because like a lot of the violence in his movies doesn't really cost that much. No. Yeah. So and he's made millions with it. This this might be like the Disney fan in me, but I really think this is just like Pinocchio meets anime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice a real that. little boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Um yeah, so this comes out December 21st. So nice Christmas movie for the family. Yeah, very good. So, w- watch a robot kill other robots. They, they uh, the, I think they're really lucky this Christmas because uh there's no Star Wars movie coming out this year. Yeah, they lucked out. Mm-hmm. Uh the other one, and this was a little bit of a teaser for me because I really thought it was gonna be something else. Overlord. Oh yeah, we talked about it. We thought it was gonna be another Cloverfield uh movie. Yeah, well, there's still a lot of rumors saying that this it's a lot of misdirection. Mm-hmm. No, but the thing is when I saw the trailer it's, I mean, it starts off World War II. I was like, oh, okay, World War II movie, meh. Mm-hmm. And then they show him zooming into a castle at the top of a mountain. And they're exploring that castle. And there's like these weird experiments going on. And I'm like... It kind of reminds you of something. What is, like, it? is it? I was like, this is it. This is it. And then it's like, Overlord. I'm like, oh, I thought I was Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to be your reaction when you first saw that, too. Oh, I was painful. Yeah. But dude, I mean, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it seems more horror than sci-fi. Yeah. Okay, so... J.J. Abrams is supposed to do, like, a bunch of movies and new IPs so then they can make a, a whole... Uh, franchise with all of these new things so i think because of his contract with them he's just trying he's just trying to come up with like crazy ideas and just push them out there so you're saying jj abrams is the stephen king of movies (laughs) well he did work with stephen king with a bunch of uh tv shows and he has a another one coming out soon castle rock uh i think that's out already isn't it is it around on hulu or Hulu or Amazon, I forgot what too. I think it's Amazon because uh, Hulu was the one that was uh, eleven twenty three seventy something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, it, it uh, at least at least the first episode's out. Mm-hmm. So I want to see that one. It, it kind of it's supposed to tie in like the whole Stephen King universe, right? Yeah, it it, it does. 
Yep. So, because I know that I think the first episode it talks about them digging their way out of or uh, underneath the prison of uh, Shawshank. Shawshank yeah. Prison. Mm-hmm. So, My favorite movie of all time, Shawshank Redemption. Full disclosure: I have not finished that movie. Oh, what? It's back dude, when the, freaking he made like three-hour movies. <laughs> dude, the best part is at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's always on TV too. Mm-hmm. So, or you just to... watch the long version of it, even longer version of it. Prison the director's cut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of prison break, I I love when the guys are are um, they they're now in the DC movie or DC show. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> so many Prison Break movies when bo- when both of them are on are on the same scene. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we need to break it. We need to travel to, travel to this time and rescue this person's brother. He's being held at this facility. Wait, is this a Prison Break? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I like how they add that little touch. Yeah. Huh? Wait, yeah. wait. We're talking about Prison Break. I'm in. <laughs> Although. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I got excited about this trailer just because I saw. I mean, it was it's a World War Two. That's I told like that kind of like seemed like all right, kind of generic World War Two movie. Then I see Bad Robot. I'm like, Bad Robot seeing a, a World War Two movie? Wait, what? What's going on? Here? Whenever you see a bad robot, uh, like what, yeah, yeah, you gotta expect it. Expect it because you don't know what you're getting into. They're not doing like serious movies. It's always twisted. It's always something that you know. Blows your mind all the time, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. All oh, right. uh, sorry. A little bit of uh, movie news. Uh, forgot to add at the very beginning, since we're already talking about Bad Robot. Um, so you know, Star Trek Four is uh in the works right now, right. and Chris. It, it seems like Chris uh, Hemsworth is coming back to play Captain Kirk, uh, Kirk's dad, and uh, I guess. Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine jumped out of project because they're not getting paid enough. Oh, what the? F- yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's what the negotiations right now is. They're saying that they're not getting paid enough, so they're not going to be in the movie. Okay. Yep. Thor, listen up, bro. <laughs> Avengers <laughs> is not going to last forever. <laughs> I think you have two movies left. Mm-hmm. After those two movies, you're out of contract, bro. You're going to be one of the... T- I mean, Robert Downey is going to be out. Chris mm-hmm. Evans is going to be out. You are going to be one of the most top-paid Marvel actors left. They're not going to renew your contract. <laughs> <laughs> Just, where's your advice, Hensworth? Yeah, I'll go see you, baby Thor. I don't know what you're doing now, but I'll go see you too, baby Thor. Yeah. They, they, they already took... Uh, uh, they already checked off Hulk versus Thor already. No, watch. They're gonna, they're gonna. How the hell's? The, there's another one. It's like the, like, whatever, whatever the kid version of Thor is. They're gonna give that to his brother. <laughs> so they don't have to play Chris anymore. Yeah. Uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, that's just ridiculous, dude. But uh, I am kind of curious to see how they're going to show Captain Kirk, because uh, the last time we saw Chris Hemsworth in Star Trek, it was a year or two before. Thor, mm-hmm. which he was still very thin. He had no, I mean, he had muscles, but he wasn't like ripped out like he is now. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see how they explain that. <laughs> <laughs> he matured. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you uh, saw me uh, my th- early years of playing, the ca- of being a captain. 
now I'm kind of seasoned. I'm almost an admiral, so I'm, I've been working out a little bit more. Yeah, well, the gods gave me more power. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, so, I mean, Star Trek, they're not really religious, so. Yeah. All right, Anton, so let's go to the headliner of the movie segment. Uh, going to cover Mission Impossible Fallout, which I saw mm-hmm. earlier today. God damn, this long-ass movie. <laughs> it is a very long movie. Uh, I, I could give you at least four times that the movie should have ended, and I would have been fine with it. <laughs> uh, okay, so l- l- let me just set this straight. There's a lot of talking in this one uh, compared to the uh, last couple. Uh, I really enjoyed the action scenes in this one quite a bit. Yeah, no, I, I mean, right from the start, I mean, like mm-hmm. most Mission Impossible movies, like, except I think the first one, it mm-hmm. starts off with action right right away. The only issue I have throughout the movie, and I, I think it's only going to be the people you and me that notice it, is the continuity problems. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> I mean, I, I, was, I, was, I was getting driven insane a little bit when there's a car chase, and as they keep kind of, kind of cutting, cutting to uh, Tom Cruise, cutting out, showing the outside scene, cutting back in, the, his back headrest kept changing positions. <laughs> and it was kind of driving me insane. One minute it was like uh, up, next one was kind of facing in, which that's when it kind of caught my attention because I'm like, if your head's right here, that's a really awkward way to have your headrest. And then it's back here, and then all of a sudden it was up here. It, it oh kept changing. Oh my God, you're one of those people. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> that's the thing. So I'm like, oh my God. So if I notice this, and I usually don't care about this, usually I, I just enjoy the ride. But I, okay, so that bothered me. Yeah. But so I, I used to have these group of friends who would go watch movies, and they would just watch the movie for those moments, and they would just like. That was the whole thing. Yeah. No, no. They would just say, "Oh, they just ruined the movie." Oh. Uh, they just ruined the movie. Let me guess. They're film. <laughs> they're film students. Uh, theater students. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, like I usually don't pay attention, but I, and I told you, like the only time it caught my attention. Was mm-hmm. when I saw the headrest in that weird position. Mm-hmm. There's no reason the headrest should be facing outward or towards the back of your head. Yeah, totally makes sense. And that, and then I'm like, no, has it been like that the whole way? And then that's what kind of, anyways. <laughs> uh, that's that's just <laughs> medium nitpicky. It was a really fun uh-huh. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get your take on this, Alec Baldwin. Could you take him seriously at any point of the movie? He's a great no. actor. Yeah, he is a great actor. Uh, I can I, never take him seriously. I was thinking 30, 30 Rock the whole time he was on, he was on set or on camera. Okay, <laughs> even even uh, Mission Possible, uh, I think three it was when he went to the bathroom, and then he starts touching uh, um, Tom's ears. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, he went to the bathroom. He didn't even wash his hands. He's touching Tom's ears. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't take him seriously the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, he's not on set that much or on, on, on camera that much. So yeah, it was fine. Uh, I did get to see the the scene where he hurts himself. And it wasn't the scene that was in the trailer. It was in that chase. Yes, they, they actually cut uh, a whole big chunk of it in, uh, out. But they did keep the part where he got up and started running. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They kept that. Yeah. So, oh, what the hell? Our, our time's about running out. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I guess Instagram is uh, actually giving us a cutoff. We have a minute and 45 seconds. Uh, which is a great time to end the show. Exactly. All right. So, I mean, great movie. If you like the other Mission Impossible, you like this one. Uh, 
yeah, just get prepared to enjoy the long ride of two and a half hours at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, it's on. If people want to support our movie addiction, how can they do that? They can do that by going to www.thetoc.com and they can uh, purchase uh, some of our stickers, t-shirts, and also click on anywhere on our show notes if they heard something that we talked about on the show that they would like to purchase. It gives us a little kickback. And also the banner, when they click on that, it gives us a little kickback as well. All right. And they can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcasting app. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up, five star, whatever the rating system is on that app. Uh, just, you know, let, let us get the, get, let us spread around your friends, get the word out, mm-hmm. find new listeners. Uh, and you can also send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. All right, anything else? Uh, nope, that's it. All right, for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Yeah.